Welcome. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Ross McMurphy and I am with Extreme Prophetic Canada. Today the topic that the Lord has given me to speak on is our daily routine. This is part three of a three-part series. If you remember last time I spoke on the importance of the Lord's presence and the benefits of it. I shared that we cannot succeed without it. It was Moses who had the most amazing revelation of this very thing. I spoke on Exodus 33 verse 15. Listen to what it says. If your presence does not travel with me, then do not lead us away from this place. And that was read from the voice translation. When Moses spoke this, he understood the importance of it. This is the absolute must in Christianity, his presence. What this is saying is a close encounter with God, meaning a face-to-face -face encounter that will carry a weightiness of his great power. His sovereignty is displayed and the whole earth trembles. When God is for you, who can be against you? I spoke that when we do not have his presence, we are unable to succeed. When we have all the right words yet no power, we have in fact become religious where we have denied the very thing that we were given so that, so that we were literally to be set apart. Religion talks the part but has missed the mark. I spoke on the effects of what happens when we miss the mark. It is first of all very costly. Sin is what happens when we force forward in disobedience. It literally means going off the right path. It is also an indication that we have failed to hit the bullseye on the target that was being set before us. Sin is the failure to be what we could have been. I also spoke on the effects that happen when we hit the mark. It means that we have aligned our lives, as did Jesus, to not becoming distracted. We fix our sights on the target instead of those things that would have stopped us from accomplishing what God had intended. God was the archer, Jesus was the arrow, and the cross was the target. The question I left you with was, what target has the Lord set before you? Are you hitting the target or missing it? There were more points that I went into explaining than I have time to expand on today. If you need to refresh your memory as to what was said, just go back and listen to the first or second episode again. This was the review from last week. Now we will jump into today's episode. I hope it helps you in your ongoing pursuit with the Lord. My most enjoyable moments come in life when I see others reaching their full potential and who they were called to be. There is nothing greater than to empower others to fully live out God's calling. So here are my final thoughts on just how important this has been in my own personal life. All of the most important decisions in my life have come out of my quiet time with the Lord. I'm going to tell you a true story about hearing God in my place of devotion. I was in my quiet time when I heard the Lord speak. He spoke that he wanted me and my wife to get up at 4.30 the following Sunday morning and drive to this church that was four hours away. He spoke that we would receive the word of the Lord. I went downstairs and told my wife what the Lord had said, so we changed our plans and did exactly what the Lord had asked. Four days later, we got up and, as instructed, drove to the church that we were instructed to drive to. Funny thing about God's word is that it always comes with those who cast out on it. You will always hear them say, are you sure that you got this right? This day would be no different. We arrived at the church and we were greeted only to be told that we might have come on the wrong Sunday. Funny, we were new so they had never met us before. They did not know that God had sent us 
to receive the word of the Lord. They shared that since their pastor was not there, they had a guest speaker. I actually laughed as they spoke, saying to them, no, we, we got it right. We sat on the right side, middle of the sanctuary. The service starts, the worship ends, the guest speaker starts his message. Halfway through his message, he turns to both my wife and myself and says to the both of us, I have the word of the Lord for you. Will the two of you please stand? Funny but true. God is funny when it comes to religion. So the service ends and now these same people come and their words have changed a bit. They say, wow, looks like you got it right. I just acknowledged it, but still never shared with them that we were actually sent to receive it. Okay, it was totally worth the drive. That very word that we received on that day has set in motion the steps that we now find ourselves in. The guest speaker was indeed the man of God that God had chosen to release the word over our lives. The moment we received the word, we also immediately received the warfare that came with it. People always look at these moments from the wrong perspective. They desire to be the ones that are called out and highlighted, given their moment of fame. In reality, they only want the moment, but refuse the cost associated with receiving the word, and not to mention what is expected because of it. This word for us gave us a very clear indication that things were going to change. This became a word that we would go back to many times and even still to this day, years later, where we are still watching the Lord unpackage it. This is a great story on the importance of listening and obeying to what you are instructed to do, no matter what it looks like. You would think that getting up four hours is a lot. The truth is, yes, it requires some serious effort on our part. Surely there must have been someone closer that could have delivered the same word. Am I right or wrong? Do we not think this way? Yet it is only those who are obedient to the very things that God sets into motion that will receive. Again, far too many times we question God and his ways only to miss out because we have refused to acknowledge his authority. I do not know why I had to drive four hours. One thing is for sure, I am glad to this very day that when he spoke in my time of devotion with him, I listened and obeyed. We actually dishonor God when, when he shows up unannounced and we murmur and complain about the hardship that he is requiring because of it. You need to understand that you do not just arrive at moments in time where no effort on your part is required. This word was years in the making where we had been tested many times before this moment had ever arrived. The cost is real. This is also a great story about the importance of that sacred place where you meet with God. Moments like this are birthed out of years of intimacy where you have become single-minded, single-focused, where your heart and his heart are one. He has become your audience of one. There is nothing more powerful. Our lifetime here on earth was designed to be in perfect union with the Lord. We were designed to be close friends, intimate where our hearts have become infused together. Our personal time with the Lord should be our greatest priority. We should stand out and be radiant, filled with his glory. So when we start and end our day with God, it is making a very clear statement. You are expressing to the Lord that he is your priority. Listen to what Matthew 6 verses 6 says. But when you pray, go into your most private room, close the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you." And that was read from the Amplified Translation. 
throw your day wherever you have the ability. It is always viewed by God as valuable time. It is precious and it is important. It can be in a lineup. It can be on your coffee or lunch break. It can be driving to work or caught in rush hour traffic. Any place where you have a couple of minutes, it can be turned into a sanctuary, a prayer, a place where the two of you commune together. Do not allow life's demands to dictate your day. Instead, surrender and allow the one who has created you to teach you and walk with you day in, day out. Put his word before the world and watch the world look at you and marvel at all that God has done for you. The secret to your future is hidden in your daily routine. I cannot stress this enough. Those that seek, find. These are the keys to advancing. Seek his face, not his hand. Listen to what Psalms 27 verse 4 says. I heard your voice in my heart say, come seek my face. My inner being responded, Yahweh, I'm seeking your face with all my heart. And that was read from the Passion Translation. God desires to empower us beyond what we could ever expect. Our part is simply to put our total confidence in his word and apply it to our lives. Listen to what Matthew 6:33 says. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. And that was read from the New Living Translation. Listen to what Psalm 16 verse 8 says. He is ever present with me. At all times he goes before me. I will not live in fear or abandon my calling because he stands at my right hand. And that was read from the Voice Translation. As we continue to place a priority on seeking after the Lord with all our heart, we will find him. Everything that we require is hidden in plain sight. Our relationship with the Lord requires our undivided attention. His desire is that we would become acquainted with all of his ways. This can only happen as we draw close to him in intimacy. His presence is the very thing that he desires to reveal to us in a totally new way. As we entertain his presence, we will see with our own eyes his hand at work in our midst with a demonstration of his power and his works. Your spirit is willing, your flesh is weak. The Holy Spirit was sent to teach us all truths pertaining to Jesus. Our part is always to submit to the process, allowing it to finish the work that needs to be accomplished. Listen to what Matthews 26:41 says. Stay awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And this was read from the voice translation. Here are some helpful areas that I have always had results in when it comes to my own personal quiet time with the Lord. I have always been an early riser, and the one verse that I have always loved is found in Psalms. Listen to what Psalms 5 verse 3 says. At each and every sunrise you will hear my voice. As I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you, every morning I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. And that was read from the Passion Translation. Here is another version of Psalms 5 verse 3. Listen to what it says. In the morning, O Eternal One, listen for my voice. In the day's first light, I will offer my prayer to you and watch expectantly for your answer. And that was read from the voice translation. So as you can see, there are four parts to this verse that are very important. Number one, listen for my voice. We are told to come unto the Lord just as we are. 
we are called to daily pick up our cross and follow him. Jesus, we are told on many occasions, would get up early and retreat to a place of communion with the Father. When we place a priority on the beginning and end of our day, it is showing God that we honor the time that we have with him beyond anything else. When we focus on the greatness of God, all those areas that seem more important fall away. Number two, in the day's first light. When we start our day with God, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. We are in fact dedicating the day to the Lord. The day's first light is always before the world starts to awaken from its sleep. When we rise up a great while before the day starts, it requires effort. If you need more time, adjust your schedule so that you are able to succeed. If it means going to bed earlier so you have more time in the morning, then do that. God's word says that he is a rewarder of those who seek. Listen to what Psalms 119 verse 2 says. Blessed and favored by God are those who keep his testimonies and who consistently seek him and long for him with all their hearts. And that was read from the Amplified Translation. We are blessed and favored when we seek with all of our hearts. Number three, I will offer my prayers to you. I know that as I make time with the Lord, those areas that need answers will surely come. What I have learned is this, that when I focus on him and his presence, things change in my own heart towards where I am aligning my priorities. David was a man of prayer. His prayer time was focused on who God was. He recited scriptures and songs and decrees. He was powerful because he knew who his God was. Watch expectantly for your answers. When we watch, it is like standing in that moment knowing that God will answer. When we get the answer, a lot of times it is not at all what we were expecting, but it will be right. With an expectation comes an increased measure in our faith as well as in our relationship with our Lord and King. It is here where we commune together that our time together is spent in the sweetest form. Ever since I have been saved, I have always made a place that was removed from all the distractions of the day. I have never once regretted these moments, for they have become my biggest blessings. Over the years, it has been where the Lord has directed me in my most important decisions that I have needed to make. Still to this day, I come to commune with the one in whom my heart loves. I do not come to God with a formula. Rather, I come to him looking to spend time with him. Over the years, we have become close friends. I would say that there is a richness that has now been established. I never knew how to seek God, so I just came and started the conversation, only to find that he was indeed waiting for that very moment. So today in closing, I have found in the preparation of this word, it has been very insightful for me personally. There are areas in all our lives that need to be at times realigned. Over time, we can become lax in areas where it can go undetected. I am not able to tell you how to build your walk with God. What I am able to say is that a life with God is a life that has learnt over time how little we actually understand about Him. Yet in our frailty, He reaches down and because of who He is, makes us great. I hope this word has encouraged you. I pray that no matter where this word finds you, it will bless you. Thanks for your time. Have a blessed week in all that you do and speak. In closing, here's a verse to bless your week with. 
Listen to what Isaiah 65 verse 24 says. I will anticipate their prayers and respond before they know it. Even as they speak, I will hear. And that was read from the voice translation. Have a blessed week. Bye for now.